Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Comic School. I'm Mike Dando. I'm very excited to be with you today um, on our podcast where we talk about comics and youth culture and teaching and learning and all kinds of fun stuff along the way. I am excited about this issue. I'm finding a little bit of a cold, so if I sound a little bit more uh, refined, God, I'm so excited because this is going to be this is going to be just um, Dr. Dennis Rednick uh, is with us today. He's uh, uh, an assistant professor of multicultural education at Missouri State University with more than 25 years of professional experience as an educator, consultant, researcher, administrator, facilitator, program developer, public speaker on multicultural education, civil rights, social justice issues. His research includes the relationships between racism, identity, ideology, knowledge construction, and social movements. And he focuses specifically on uh, white anti-racist teacher identity development. And if you're looking for receipts, recent publications include The Least Racist White Person in the Room Towards Critical Authenticity, a chapter in Unhooking from Whiteness, that's the third edition, and Walking on Eggshells, Colorblind Ideology and Race Talk in Teacher Education. You can check that stuff out on um, you know, in, in Teachers College Record, uh, fire up your Google machine, check out a Google Scholar, you'd be glad you did. But he's also a hip hop head. He's also a comics scholar. And I'm really, really excited. Dr. Rennick, thank you for joining us. How, I, I think I caught, did I get everything? I feel, like, I feel like, yes. That was no, no, thank I just, you. I just, look, all I do is, all I do is, is read the, is, is read the bio. All I do is, is I look at the, uh, I, I look at the, uh, what is that? Like the boxing stats, right? So, <laughs> um, man, it's so great to, it's so great to have you here. Um, so great to, to be able to connect. I'm in Minnesota, you're in Missouri, but we're able to connect in this space and I'm really, 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 really blessed. Yes, um, so we always like, I mean, as if that wasn't enough, the, the, you know, we already gave people, we are, we already gave people a whole bunch of good stuff. Um, we always like to start the episodes with a, a, a origin story. Every superhero story starts with a starts with an origin story. So take us back, you know, while you're while you're you're coming up. How did um, how did comics play a role? Um, and 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 how did I mean we can even talk hip hop too. Um, how did those how, how did those kind of shape you as you were coming up? Um, you know, you you you've got this delightful you know, this, this X-Men shirt on right now, which is, which is wonderful. Um, so, so how did that, uh, how was that formative for you? How were this, how was comics and, and such formative for you coming up? For sure. So um, I think what's integral in my story, I was uh, raised in Amityville, Long Island, you know, De La Soul, shout out to De La. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, we were too poor and too Jewish to go to the private Christian schools that a lot of the, well, not all, but a significant number of white folks in the community, uh, you know, went to. And I think that's important for a couple of reasons, largely because I, um, you know, I had sustained access and interaction with folks of color 
and including teachers, which is not the norm, right? Even today, right. It's yeah, eighty to eighty-six percent, depending mm-hmm. upon you know who you're looking at, are, are middle-class white women, and some of my best students, <laughs> are, you know, fit those demographics. Not for real. Right? That's right. Yep. Yep. And and, and uh, you know, but I had sustained interaction and uh, would immerse myself in, in 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 black and brown culture and in um, including hip hop culture. Uh, um, and I think that's important because even as an educator is, you know, I think about that now I have a lot of students that come from spaces and places where they have not been exposed to any, as far as they know, uh, iterations of demographic diversity. Mm-hmm. And, and so mm-hmm. it's a way that I check myself, even though I know that this is not about being good or bad about being smart or not smart. Right. It's important. So I'm reminded of my own socialization experiences and I use that when I'm crafting those liminal spaces to push, mm. particularly my majoritized students, mm. uh, you know, it, it, through through their discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so I, I, you know, I got to, I was immersed in hip hop. I really got uh, into, I, you know, I, I don't know. This is some chicken or egg stuff. I don't know if it was cartoons <laughs> that started it, right? Because I remember like the Spider Man and Friends with Fire Firestar and Iceman and the whole right. and. and, and but I mean, I, I there was there was a spot uh, as as young as I could ride a bike by myself. There was a spot two towns over in Lindenhurst called Bailey's Comics. What's up, Bailey's ride, Comics? I used to ride my bike over there, and I used to because we were poor growing up, so I either got the haircut myself or I went to the lemon tree and, and <laughs> got my haircut right. But but I would go there really because I could go hang out in this comic book shop, uh-huh. and I would just spend I would spend all the time in there. I got immersed in X-Men, really got, and I was a Marvel head, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I still am, you know, by and large, uh, really X-Men, really Spider-Man. I remember really getting into the what if. I know, you know, um, there was one in particular, what if Professor X had become the juggernaut? And it just, it just, it blew my mind. I was like, oh man, and just, you know, started thinking about the multiverse before that was even a thing mm-hmm. at least in pop culture. Um, you know, uh, a, a lot of my friends got into reading comics. We used to write our comics, play role-playing games, including like Marvel role-playing games. My friend John, shout out to John. His mom worked in a copy shop and like laminated the the uh, the stat whatever stat system used that, for listen, comic. We that's a pro. Game, that's a right? pro mom move. Shout right. out to my like. That's shout clutch. out to Arlette. Arlette Buckley. Shout out. My, my, I mean, my boy Che, who's doing graphic <laughs> design out now in Cali. Yeah, sorry if I'm doing shout out, y'all. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, right. So I mean, he he would just come with these like he would he would look at existing stories and say, "This is how I would write this differently or write this better." And just like the whole concept of the Celestials, he would say, "Well, no. What if there was just one entity?" And even then, he was like, "Let's talk about like you notice all the people that do everything are men." And we were like 11, 12 years old and having these combos, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, and so I think a lot of that uh, really helped, you know, me understand a little bit that the world as it was presented to me, mm-hmm. the, the story that uh, was being told was not necessarily what it was. And I think comics provided Woo! me an entry point into that. Uh, and hip hop certainly provided me an entry point to that. Um, and, and uh, you know, I had opportunities to, uh, between my junior and senior year of high school, I went to this thing called the Ella Baker Academy. Right. And if anybody's trying to do movement organizing, Ella Baker, Solinsky, that's how you build. That's how you do movement. Um, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I saw there, wait a minute, this is not just something I can be passionate about and just internalize and just be okay. There are pathways to, to making a difference. 
I got into sociology and then, um, you know, uh, I, I had a, a long circuitous path to graduate school. Uh, I think, you know, once you realize, and this is important for our students too, once you realize what the world actually is, what the world actually does, those of us that are passionate about people, about the world that are empathetic, start to go, I can't do anything. Right. Mm. Michael Pollack mm. does research mm-hmm. around that. Like, what can I do? Right. Um, and so I took some time. I fell off the optimism tree a little bit, and I needed a, a road back to it. And so mm-hmm. um, I finally determined, and I went out to Seattle, Washington, and got to study under under James Banks and Geneva Gay and a whole lot of other big-time folks. And, I mean, I just – humbling is it doesn't yes. capture it, right? And, and, so, um, and so what I try and do, even as an educator, is to, to honor their work, like honor Christine Sleater, honor Zeus Leonardo, Honor the notorious GLB, like talk, honor talk these about folks the, the, that are that are doing the things, and yep. just like these are not new conversations. There are folks that, in their own time and space, have and still continue to build, and 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 some of these things that I hope we have a conversation about. Some of the things that are going on uh, at, at school board meetings and such. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, um, folks yeah. don't understand that this is this is maybe new to you, but it's not new, right? Right. It's the latest. It's the latest iteration. This, right. this, the, the latest iteration of the conversation. Um, you know what I mean? Um, and so I want to circle back if we could to a couple of things, because you I mean, that's that's enough. We could just we could ca- we could put a cap on it right there and 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 um, it would be worthwhile. Um, but I want to keep digging in because because you said a couple of things I think they're really, really interesting. I love the idea, and and I'm a you know I come at I come at this from from a literacy perspective too. But mm-hmm. I love the I love the notion of you and and your your crew basically engaging in peer review. It's like no, nah, that's how I would write it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like these are deeply yeah. intellectual practices, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that kids are taking up. You said you were like what like eleven, twelve, like kids, right? Like yeah. kids, kids, but you were doing these deeply, deeply intellectual, cognitively complex things on your own term, in your own way. Here's how I will write it. Here's how you're taking up feminist perspectives in some ways, right? Um, do you think that that, what, well, I, I know it was helpful, so that's not the right question, but, but do you think besides just maybe setting a trajectory, like did, did that help in figuring out how to approach like you said, I love this, this pathways to making a difference I, or, 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 or asking questions in grad school. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, from, I guess maybe from like an epistemological, maybe even ontological, onto epistemological perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, was that for like, is that still showing up? Did that like make the path not easier, but, but did it kind of shape the path that, that, that you, uh, yeah, I got, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it comes with a weight. That's a great question. I think it, it shapes how the interrogation of reality, uh, the, the, the interrogation of phenomena, but also even in my pedagogical approaches, um, you know, when, again, when I've got students that they're coming from different spaces and places. Right. And, you know, as so it's, it's sort of like the distinction between you want to be right or you want to do right. And, and how hey. do you, how do you, how do you with, you know, if I'm seeing a student that is immersed in bootstrap stuff, uh-huh. right? Do, do I say, well, you're wrong? Mm-hmm. Like if, if I'm reading their journal and they're saying it in a, in a class activity, 
Do I tell them, no, that's not how it is? Mm. Or do I do, you know, do I do like, what was it, Clippy back in Microsoft Word? It sounds like you're talking about meritocracy. Would you like to learn more? Here's some resources, right? And yeah. so, I th- and again, like, um, you know, uh, if I would call myself, and sometimes it's not how I would define myself, it's how others, because that's how identity works in general, hey. right? But as a feminist, as a critical race scholar, right, that's not just up to me to determine that. Um, and whatever those things mean, right. but um, but I, I, I think yeah, having those experiences, having having folks in my life that are a lot smarter than I am, um, that are that aren't doing this work, that are not academics, but could be if they so chose, right? And and, right. and my two friends no. I mentioned earlier, definitely those cats. Um, I think gave me opportunity to think about like what does what does learning actually look like? What does it mean if and it there doesn't it mean that you just disagree for the sake of it, but like what um right is it is this is this i mean that's some fairy stuff right are we just it's just uh-huh. well, that's the way it is right or is right. it about leveraging right. where, where one is at and, and using it an opportunity to to disrupt because that's what the hardest part of learning is the unlearning part we and we as, as college professors right we inherit students that's the hardest nut to talk crack for that. us because it's been talk about so it. codified for them oh. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Right? You can't just, this, this is not, and I tell them, it's like, this is not like the matrix. It's like, I know Kung Fu. That's not how it works. That's it not how it works. Time. Yes. It takes time. Yes. And then, you know, and even if you're w- willing to reckon with your own stuff, I mean, we, no. we touch on this a lot. Like we, we unpack Harrow's cy- cycle of socialization, uh-huh. and a lot of work on implicit bias and, 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 and structured stereotyping. Uh, uh, Sometimes folks are ready and willing to reckon with themselves, but when they start to realize the agents of their experience, oh come on, their parents, their grandparents, come their siblings—that's when it's hard. And then even more so for some of our teachers that are in spaces and places, especially if they want to stay there, they're not just concerned about getting or keeping the job; they are worried about being excommunicated from where they're at. Come so on. how do we as schools ed? Or just preparers of teachers, how do we support them to say, hey, let's wake you up and good luck, go out there and be somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or do we do we foster the appropriate institutional and yeah. cultural supports ongoing, mm. right? Otherwise, do we have a right to ask folks for alumni dollars, especially teachers, right? See what I'm saying? So I'm audience, I'm, yeah. audience, listeners. I told you, I told you at the beginning of this episode, didn't I? I tried to, I, I tried to prepare you. You thought you were ready. You weren't ready. <laughs> I mean, those are some gems right there. And you got me think, speaking of gems. Okay, so just follow me. You tell me if I'm how if I, if I'm off base. So you talked about interrogation of reality. Okay, so I'm gonna do that English major thing because I'm, you know, I'm English major. I'm gonna do this. And if I'm reaching, let me know. In the, let me know in the comments. I welcome your emails. Okay, so the. You talked about interrogation of reality. It is not enough to recognize that the multiverse exists, right? So this is the idea of like imagining new possibilities. It's not enough to imagine those new possibilities because you have to navigate, then you have to navigate within that space, right? And so it's not just saying like, oh, there's a different way of approaching it because then you have to engage with, as you said, all of the agents that have, been involved in that socialization and you have to be able mm-hmm. to like figure out you don't just know kung fu you have to learn to navigate in that space because in every space the infinite like I've, I've been watching the what if the the infinity stones work different in every space mm-hmm. so you got to attune to it 
you got to you right and this is all the this is this is that theoretical stuff that we, that we talk about like you know which is neither gay culturally you know cultural competence cultural um cultural culturally sustaining pedagogy you have to attune to those to those practices and in those communities you got to attune to that multiverse you can't just acknowledge that it exists do you know what i'm saying like you can't just be like oh yeah there are other things we could do oh yeah different people learn different ways no 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 that's not what we're talking about we're talking about something we're talking about a fundamental shift in reality well so i think you know what i'm saying yeah i think i think like what's what's been really interesting and i mentioned this i, I briefly met Django paris uh you know, uh, and I use Paris and Aline. Uh, yeah, me too. What's up? With, What's up, fellas? <laughs> I mean, that stuff, right? And yep. and but the the dialogue um, between him and, and and GLB, particularly around that, right? That's right. Because the the history of 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 uh, promotion and tenure and publisher parish and all that stuff it pits us against one another, right? I mean, higher ed spaces do that. Other spaces do that in so many different ways. But the fact that they are having this dialogue yes, where they, they recognize the, those kinds of uh, realities and then interrogating them, not just like these are there, but you're talking about the doing of it, right? That's right. I mean, and it's that's not right. one thing to be like culturally conscious, right? But what do you do about it? And that's yep. true. We need to think about the doing both for majoritized folk and for minoritized right. folks, right? Right. Uh, and, and, but the fact that they're going back and forth and let's build on each other's ideas. I mean, again, they're, they're, they're showing and proven, right? They, mm-hmm. they are, they are, they are embodying what it is that they're writing about. Uh, and, and, yep. and, and so that, that, you know, that for me is thinking about possibility and the, and the particular stuff, right? So, Culturally responsive uh, uh, teaching is not saying that culturally relevant ped- uh, pedagogy, color is it relevant right. uh, teaching is wrong, right. and culturally sustaining is not either. It's like these are all related, and here are some other contributing factors, and mm-hmm. it's moving away from this notion of it's not just expertise, but in the academy we got this problem with flexpertise, trademark flex flexpertise, uh, right? And like I, I and I and I not only do I know stuff, I have to show you how much I know. And certainly when it comes to conversations, comes to work around hard stuff, right? Because issues of identity and power and justice are hard uh, right. for those that have been in it. And folks, this is their first dip in the pool. It's okay. hard. And it requires a degree of courage and vulnerability. And the problem mm. is when we cannot, when we, when we get in this flexpertise trip, we can't ever allow ourselves to be vulnerable. So you're doing faculty professional development. You were doing a classroom teaching experience. You were a teacher in a school and you say, hey, maybe uh, the way that you are using management or maybe let's not bring in Ruby Payne disciples to do our professional development work, right? And it takes courage and vulnerability for leadership to go, Oh yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think we should do something yeah. differently. Like, tell me, tell me more, right? <laughs> how, how how do all our administrators sound alike? <laughs> no, but you're right? right. No, I get you. No, right. I get. You. <laughs> uh, I know that. I know that, dude. Um, and I think th- there's so a couple things come to mind. And I'm a Marvel head too, um, and and so I'm gonna try and tie this. I'm gonna try and tie this into into comics because uh, I I believe comics and hip hop are deeply pedagogic. Uh, areas and you talk about courage and vulnerability and coming back you mentioned what some of my earliest memories are spider-man is amazing friends like the dog and aunt may and like all that kind of stuff like that's yeah. my earliest like cartoon memories um but you know i always come back to with great power must come great responsibility 
right? Okay. Responsibility to whom? What does that mean? Because responsibility requires action. Like you must engage. Like with <laughs> great responsibility. I'm just going to sit here then. No, no, no. We're not like you must move. But what is that terrain politically, socioculturally? Who, like when you say responsibility, responsibility of what, to whom, for whom, and making those moves in order, you know, towards emancipatory pedagogies um, in, in order it, it, the, the transformative pedagogy comes through having what you just, like you talked about having courage and vulnerability, the, the vulnerability to, to show who you are, who is, and this is where it connects to, to Marvel. And I've always resonated with Marvel is and Stacey, the amazing Stacy Robinson, shout out to Stacy Robinson. We were talking, mm. it's like, we were talking about Spider-Man. He goes, you never read a Spider-Man comic. I was like, come on. I've been reading Spider-Man comics for forever. He goes, no, no, no. You, you read Peter Parker. You aren't worried about Spider-Man. You, you are never worried about Spider-Man. You're always worried about Peter Parker, the p- person behind the mask. Who is the person behind the mask? The people out, the people outside your front window is what makes Marvel compelling to me it's, and, and everybody. Yeah, but no, then like, sure. that's when we talk about vulnerability, are you, do you have the courage and the, res- and the vulnerability? You got the responsibility, but to show people who you really are to engage in spaces, um, to engage in those spaces um, in the, in the Academy, engage in those spaces. Like we, always, we were talking earlier, like the, some of the best parts of conferences are in the hallway. Cause you get to be your real, like unfettered, unfiltered self. You know That's what right. I mean? You get to That's be right. vulnerable with the, the people that you love and that you, that, that you want to build with. So, I mean, I really appreciate, I really appreciate you talking about that. Um, and, and I want to, I got to, I got to ask like all of this stuff. Um, how are you thinking about that in, in, in the projects that you're working on, like that you're, that you're working on right now? Cause I know you're, I know you're making moves. I know you're doing good, but I also know you're, 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 you're working on stuff. Like what's some of the stuff you're, you're, you're thinking about in terms of like, I don't know the word and, 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 and the, the world. And because you mentioned free area and, 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 and visual literacies and, the, and those types of things, like, what are you up to? What what, we, what do you got cooking? So a couple before you get, I think as oh, you sure. were talking, I, I just want to briefly touch on. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was thinking about vulnerability in a different kind of way. So, uh, you know, you mentioned across the tracks. Uh, yeah. My wife put me onto the graphic novel version of Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds, and I remember yeah. reading that and going thinking about vulnerability. Shout yes. out to my wife, love you, Joy. Uh, right? She's like, you shouted everybody out. You shouted all the people out. Yeah. So, right. Look. Um, that, you got the microphone. Let them know. Okay. Let people know. Uh, so, but talking about vulnerability, and I think that that it's it's um, you know even though it is a medium, and I loved your conversation on a previous podcast talking about this is a medium, this is not a genre, right? And but but we talk about when minoritized folks have the audacity to speak truth to power, often to be ridiculed, rebuked, diluted, yes. or at at best and at worst, don't worry, I'm one of the good ones, kind of stuff. That's great. Um, I don't need you to tell me, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but when some, but even in this, you know, space, knowing fully well that those things are going to pop up and then you don't have that space, right? Yeah. After the, yeah. the writer is, is dead after they write, right? Whatever, yeah. you're a literacy person, you know better than me. I don't, I don't <laughs> um, right? And so uh, yeah. just the, yeah. the risk and the courage and the vulnerability uh, that, that it takes for someone 
to 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 put their heart and soul and oh, something yes. like that, knowing that that's on the other side of it. That's I right. Mean, that that's that's yeah. that's emancipatory, you know. But, yeah. But we don't want to romanticize that either, right? We don't want to we don't want to romanticize trauma and right. pain and turn everybody's truth right. into an after school special. And so, right. I think about that from a centering right. centering. I'm going to ask you your question though. No, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah go, yeah. go for it. Go so, for it. So, 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 uh, you know, a couple of things. Um, I have um, a piece that I just presented with uh, my former undergraduate student who's now starting a master's degree. That's so um, rad. I told you. That's so rad. Shout out to Var- Varjani Balaji, and she is a hey. master's student at New School. We were presented on uh, uh, talking about decolonizing uh, uh, through our academic interactions. Uh-huh. And so this notion of critical authenticity, and I know, you know, I keep shouting people out, but Isaac Gottsman, Dr. Gottsman wrote a yes. great book called The Critical Turn. Uh-huh. You know, he's like pulling in Freire and Giroux and uh, Michael Apple and, and all these cats. But, you know, so I want to, you know, critical, if not used properly, can be the, you know, organic free trade label, right? Yeah. You know, oh regulation and all that stuff. <laughs> so, but, but, I never heard it put like that, but you're right. right? No, that's great. Right? So we want to we want to honor it in the not just the knowing but the That's doing right. right? That's right. Um, um, so so uh, uh, Varshin and I write about our experiences in our in our professional and personal relationships and how we are able to to kind of navigate some hostile spaces, including mm. at a conference presentation, mm-hmm. and how our identities mattered and showed up in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With respect to, um, and I was thinking about this knowing I was coming on. Uh, you know, I, I, I think a, a lot about the, the weight of, uh, of uh, dualism. So Cartesian and Platonic dualism, this sort of this mind-body separation and how mm. it is so racialized and sexualized and ableized uh, and how that shapes so much of our, our stereotyping. So even like positive stereotypes about certain community members, they're hardworking. What kind of hardworking, Right. Uh, do you mean like mechanical engineer right. or do you mean day labor? Right. Say, Let's say unpack more that what stuff. you mean. Let's unpack yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, 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 and there's something related to that are the ways in which there is a dismissiveness of anything that, uh, that interrogates reality. Right. As we talked about earlier, Bro. anything that decolonizes um, things that, 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 that um, we, we put, so, Oh, you, you watched the movie. I read the book. Right. Um, right. But but and, and or, or and it's similar to how we we do with young children like, oh, you haven't lived the life as if intelligence and experience were the same thing. Right. And they haven't been socialized yet fully. So. Talk about it. Right. Yeah. So. Yes. So. So, you know, the ways in which. Um, uh, uh, how those in, shape our ideas about what is good teaching, mm-hmm. what is good learning. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and this even ties into a lot of your work that. You know, I think about a, a, a comic book. Not only am I getting in the word and the world, right? That's right. If I'm looking at the pages, right? Yes, in many cases, there's a linear flow to it. Uh-huh. But the notion of it being on the pages is is some spatial understanding, right? right? That mm-hmm. is culturally sustaining. In many cases, forms of indigenous pedagogy mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. that folks can immerse yourself, not just a form of ins- escapism, but a form of affirmation and empowerment, yeah. right? Yes. And so... So, uh, so I'm, I'm thinking about a, a lot of that and in some larger senses, the ways in which, again, these old ideas are still firm. They're still at the ready. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Ruby mm-hmm. Payne stuff and iterations of deficit ideology that, is, that are caped as, you know, grips, right? Um, 
And, 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 what's your growth mindset? Like, right. Oh my exactly. god. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just need to try harder, right? Um, it's funny. They all here. Support, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, even as that relates to, um, and this is kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm tying things into sure. uh, uh, a couple, a couple of pieces. You know, uh, I don't know if any of your listeners know this, but there have been a spate of uh, 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 folks uh, interrupting school board meetings with all manner of uh, shenanigans. Hmm. I know, I know, right? Hmm. Uh, right? I'll do anything for my country. Could you put a mask on? No, nah, nah, man. That, right? Uh, yeah. Yo, so right. we, yeah, we, we, we talk about this even going back to the, to, I mean, this has always been the case, but this is the latest iteration because this goes back to West Virginia in the nineties, right? The West Virginia textbook wars is like, we want to diversify the the curriculum. We want to teach, teach James Baldwin. We want to teach, um, we want to bring the autobiography of Malcolm X and folks mm-hmm. immediately show like, and you know, the same folks, the mm-hmm. same folks showing up. So I, that's a little, it's a little rabbit trail, but, but, but I think it's appropriate to what you're talking about. Yeah, no. And, and that's, that's no, that's, I mean, that's exactly what it is. We had a, a school board hearing a couple of us went and it was actually encouraging because there were a number, not just faculty, but folks in the community that were, you know, that were presenting themselves as human um, uh, and, and, and trying to speak the truth to power. Uh, and some of the naysayers, you know, one person in particular was trying to, you know, we love to do some appropriated, diluted Dr. King stuff, right? Take one phrase from one good speech, important speech, but take one caption. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm. And, and, and then was, you know, in the same sentence was talking about how CRT efforts was communism. And my friend, my, again, here's another shout out, Dr. Janice McCaffrey, right? Pointed out, it's like, you know who they used to call a communist? Your boy, That's you right. just caught a Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So let's right. let's see. You're right. This is not new stuff. Right. Um, but again, when people say, "Hey, that's maybe maybe you know," you keep on using that word. I do not think it means what, it means you, think what it you think it means. It means. <laughs> right. Um, and you're like, "No, I don't believe you." Yeah. I did my own research. Right. Uh, you watch a YouTube stuff. video. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's again, it's like we're not, we don't believe people or even respect the fact that other people understand. Their, their stuff and their story, right. and particularly those who we have dehumanized, right? That's that's where a lot of the pieces around double consciousness from the voice is really coming from. Like, I first of all, I know your stuff because I got to navigate your stuff, but I also know my own stuff. My yes, right? Yes, and it's it's <laughs> it's important to I, I think when you know you were you were talking about having the capacity for critical literacy and this is, mm-hmm. and, and so in these conversations like i did my research well okay no you very didn't but <laughs> but what you are telling me is that you have a certain understanding of what research is so for example like you oh well well i'm gonna go find i'm gonna go find things that back up what i already think and then i'm not gonna really do I'm not going to do any of the research components of it. I'm going to let everybody else, I'm going to take everybody else's word for it. And I don't really, as you said, I don't really know my own stuff. I don't really know my, my own self. I don't know my own stuff well enough to situate myself in the conversation. I'm just kind of going to go with, with whatever other people are saying. And I think one of the things that I think both hip hop and comics do is provide us with and, and, and there's a bunch of literature, literature out there, um, you know, Nicole Mira, uh, Antero Garcia, a bunch, uh, just 
tons of people out there doing work on multimodal literacy, critical multimodal literacies and speculative literacies and how understanding what being literate is in a variety of ways um, is something that kids do, our students do really, really well um, because they exist in a hybridized space. Like they're not afraid of the mashup. They're not afraid of the remix. They, they understand that they have uh, visual literacies that, you know, I, I remember um, trying to teach, I remember trying to teach my grandma, this is back in the day, but like how to use a computer. And she was just like, nah, this is not happening. Right. So <laughs> she was just like right. picking up the mic, picking up the mouse, trying to, we don't even have mouse anymore. Like figure out, like trying to talk into like grandma. No, nah, no, nah, that's not it. But we're still struggling. We're out here. A, a lot of people are out here struggling, not honoring and recognizing the literacies and, and the ways of being that our students have developed for themselves. And then just saying, well, that's not, you don't have the capacity for rational thought because you, uh, you didn't read the book. Well, re look, reading is important. I love books. Um, but I also understand that's not the only path forward. Mm -hmm. It's not the, you know, it's been legitimized. Like when you say that, what you're doing is referencing these institutional and highly, at least racialized, if not racist practices, mm -hmm. right? So you're just, what, we're just going to discount the oral tradition? Stop, right? Like, <laughs> so, so I think it's important. And, and you were talking a lot about, um, you know, you're talking about a piece that, that, that you're working on, you're cooking some stuff up about reading, uh, uh, about reading, about literacy. Um, and I, I'm interested in, in knowing about um, when you, when you are working with um, your teacher ed students, are you finding that there is, and, and, I, and, and I'm thinking about this capacity for um, interrogating reality or questioning reality. We said that's a hard nut to crack. Is that something that, that you're finding when you're having those conversations with your students, you have, to, you have to build from the ground up or are a lot of your students coming in with the capacity, you know, cause they've all seen Marvel movies. They've all like everybody's seen and they're made a gajillion dollars. Like, is there a difference between imagination and interrogation? So it's this idea right. of like, what are you going to, because my, and, and a lot of, a lot of teacher ed students will be like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And they're really good at creating activities and less, it, it, it's a, it's a harder ask or, or it's a different ask to, to ask them to think about structures rather than yeah. activities. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, look, there's a couple, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I think I think one of the, the things you talked about earlier, you know, and actually the Paris and the Lean book we mentioned earlier, there's a couple of pieces in there uh, that, you know, critique not the idea, but the operationalization of asset based pedagogy. Yeah, because the yes. underlying assumption is still assimilatory is what's necessary. So it's like I'm going to learn how to bow. So I can close the business deal. I don't really value intrinsically the bowing, right? Yep. It just gets in some correspondence principle kind of stuff in some really funky right. ways, right? Yeah. And so, yes. so, so, you know, to actually see that there is value and there are sources of meaning and knowledge that are in languages, that are in cultures, mm -hmm. that, um, that belong as a place. So it's not just to reach one, teach one with your students, but you might learn something too, right? Yes. So I, I, I think, I think, um, there's that. Now with my students, I, I think what you're getting at 
uh, Mike is uh, is uh, gonna call you Mike? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Um, I'm a brother's name, Mike. He's all right. Shout out to Mike. Right. Shout, shout out to Mike. <laughs> shout out to uh, Mike's everywhere. So um, <laughs> all we need is one mic now. Right. Um, sorry. Nah. <laughs> uh, that's corny. So um. there's the um, okay I can do these things I can have these tools to either do an activity to uh, respond to microaggressions with my students Mm -hmm. but now you're starting to have them think about not just that it is systemic but what does it look like in my school or in my district if now I know about how tax policies are across metro you know metropolitan districts and how that becomes racially and class you know, uh, uh, oppressive mechanisms. Um, you know, maybe I see that I can take an eye and interrogate our HR policies, um, our, our search committee uh, 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 assessment strategies, all these kinds of things. You know, how do I um, how do I do some disruption there? And I'm just a lowly teacher, mm-hmm. right? And and do mm-hmm. I wait? And so I think they they can see it in theory, but in some cases. Um, it, it, it's really when the rubber hits the road is when they're really going to have to live it. Um, and, and again, I think that goes back to the need for ongoing uh, sustainable support, you know, in other professions, right. You know, medical school, it, it, you know, at least they, they have this, 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 and I know it is very almost like a caste system, the way, you know, folks are treated. Shout out to Melanie, my sister. I just, all right, anyone. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I think there's like eight shout outs on my afternoon. I'm not keeping track. Uh, we'll, we'll put we'll put it in the show we'll put put it all in the show notes the, okay that's the, the final that's tally <laughs> uh, you know but but at least there is some kind of apprenticeship model yeah right i mean yeah. back in the day there used to be you know even with 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 kids you know when you had one room schoolhouses and stuff teachers would, would use a pestalozian system right to have yep. some shared learning you could mm-hmm. have different instruct differentiated instruction, instruction before they called it that yeah um Right, so there are there are mechanisms in place where we could better support not just the students of our our student teachers, um, but for our our student teachers as well, even after they're in the spaces. And and so um, I don't know if I'm answering your question. No, nah, no, nah, it's it, it it makes it no, it makes it makes a lot of sense because you know you're saying uh, one of the things that I heard and, I, and 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 I think is interesting is making the you know and and, and I'm gonna. Again, I'm going to try and make this association here. So uh, a, a teacher's job is not to just be a watcher. Do you know what I mean? Like the Uatu, just like, oh, I see how these things work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just be this disconnect and like, oh, indeed, I see, I see how these things work. And uh, they're very problematic, but this is the way things are. And I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of removed from the situation. Mm. And... And while you may see it, now you need to move into that. And, and, and spoilers, now you need to move into that disruptor role. You got to move into that. Okay, um, where are the areas that I am compelled to move in, right? And that I feel prepared. Who do I? And, and, I, and I need to gather community resources. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do this by myself. I need to work collectively with the community in order to meaningfully make these moves. I'm not just going to be out here, right. Um, trying to, trying to take on, take on Ultron all by myself. 
with all the infinity stones, I got to, I've got to work in solidarity in collaboration. I have to know what my, I have to know my, I have to know my role. I have to know my responsibility. Um, But I also have to, not only do I need to know the assets, but I need to make space for those assets, those students to, to realize and, and, and build on those assets toward, you know, that, that, that civil, um, the civil action, the civic action, civically minded um, interactions, right? So it's not just like, oh, we're also going to go to the school board meeting and sit on the other side. That might be important in some ways, but but there are other ways to go about realizing um, what disruption looks like in your classroom. And You're right, and it's, right. Do, it's, I mean, do you know what I mean? It makes perfect sense, right? And, and, and what it looks like across time and space are going to be very different. Ooh! First, first, oh! first of all, first of all, if yes! you have if you have Uatu's uh, uh, mailing address or email address, let yeah. me know. I want to send him some Howard's in so he can uh! a little bit. <laughs> That's uh, right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, right. Oh, you're just going to sit there. Supremacy. You're just going to be neutral. Okay. Right. Right. There's a, there's a supremacy of legality over morality or ethics, oh, right? Oh, right? Um, that's there's a whole other episode, but go, go right? keep, keep right. going, keep right. going. Say more right. now. I, I think what you're right is because, you know, some folks will say, well, how come you didn't fight back? You know, that, like at a certain time, well, yeah. if I did, you wouldn't be here, right? In the same case, in the same place is like, why can't you be as woke as I am? I, I have to be subtle over here, right? And so what I, what I work with my students and I'm impressed upon, and a lot of my colleagues do this as well, is to, again, this is why... You know, becoming aware of where you're at and who you're with is really important, right? Ooh, um, yes. If you rely, if you rely on a school guidance council, we just had a conversation about a, a situation just yesterday, uh-huh. right? Um, where uh, there are some legal uh, distinctions that are uh, not allowing for, um, like, students are being allowed to use uh, names and pronouns, but the parents have to be notified, right? Oh, yeah, that get yeah, so that gets problematic. And uh-huh. so how do you, so if you're a teacher and you have all this learning and you want, and maybe you knew this yes, already, you're going to a school. And so at the very least, you're going to want to get to know the school's guidance counselor or social worker. If those that's exist right. in your school, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, and, 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 and understand where are their dispositions at with, with respect to supporting those students? Are they going to, are they still on some conversion therapy tip or are they actually going to be there? You know what? Yes. For the student, right. Knowing, knowing what your principal is willing to do and what they can do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 uh, and understanding that there may be a lot of folks in your space that want to do different, that may know different, but they are also navigating their spaces. And I think those of us that are trying to fight for change, you know, we are not Alec, right. We are not a Koch brothers subsidiary. Those of us who are fighting for justice, we are, we are at the, in the here and now inhabiting different spaces and places. And how right. do we recognize that, you know, um, that I might call it a diversity development workshop, mm-hmm. but I'm really doing some deeper stuff or mm-hmm. vice versa. Like, mm-hmm. how do we have those conversations to recognize, like, and how, you know, my identities, I'm a white heterosexual cisgender man mm-hmm. and, and how I navigate and where I navigate the moves I make have to be different than some of my, my colleagues that don't have those. So, 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 but let's, we need to have those conversations and recognizing that, that we are trying to, that's what solidarity and coalition work actually looks like. um, And for our teachers. And so that they can tell this person is okay. And that, that's how you do, that's how you do the build, right? You recognize the folks that, that will do the hard work. So not not just the folks that are just, just talking nonsense 
or putting up a diversity statement, but are not enacting it. Right? So I'm going I'm I'm to throw this out there. You see what, let me see what you think. So coming up as a hip hop head, coming up as a comics head, I understand the necessity of collaboration as we build towards solidarity. What do I mean by that? Mm. There's how many people in the Wu-Tang Clan? Like, right? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> let's say 300. Uh, shouts out. Right. Like that was, <laughs> that was coming yeah. up. Right. Yeah. Or public yeah. enemy. Uh, right. I'm from Pittsburgh. Right. So that's why I got my public yeah, enemy. I see, I'm not, I yeah. I, right. I but, but, um, with the, uh, you don't, you can't do all the same thing. And, and, and it's what like everybody's, everybody's, um, in everybody's, uh, talents, assets, however you want to call it, um, is a necessary part of moving the needle. Do you know what I mean? Like the Avengers don't work. Like go, go, go watch that first Avengers movie. I'm just going to use it again. as this, this comics metaphor. I mean, nothing works until they understand solidarity. Nothing understands until nothing works until they build that circle. Do you know what I mean? They literally get in the cipher and that's when they start to, that's when they start to realize, okay, this is how we get toward this is how we get toward liberation. This is how we get towards transformation. And that's true. And, 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 and I think for me, when I think about why, like, why is collaboration necessary? Why is, why is solidarity necessary? Because it's different than just having somebody feature on your track. You are building, like you are yeah. building together. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's that kind of framework I think needs to, to be more present in, as you said, the academy. It and, needs and to be funny, more present just, in, in teacher ed programs. Sorry, I'm yeah. I'm kind of on my no, soapbox no, right now. No, no, no. Stay on a soapbox. Stay on. Stay on it. Right. I think that's part of. I think what makes that point even more prescient is because we're not fighting Loki. We're not fighting Thanos. We're not fighting Ultron. Isms aren't individual entities, hey. right? It's worse than that. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah, the yeah. more reason you you fight exactly. air. You fight in water. You know what I mean? And, and, right? But, yes. but, but I mean, yes. you, know, you know, like, you know, you may, you mentioned, Woo, I could listen to Liquid Swords all day, every, every day, day. Right? And, yep. and just, you know, everybody's got different, different strengths and different. Mm -hmm. It's not about being mm -hmm. the, the same. It's not about it's, me. Right? Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's about the collective. And the collective right. does not mean that folks don't have their time to shine. Right? You know, right. Even, I, just the other day, I read a piece about, you know, Rizzo was talking about, you know, they had the, um, they had that flood that, that cost yeah. their stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not surprised when he said this because I love Deck. Inspector, he's like, Inspector Deck's first album, the original one, mm -hmm. was, was like the best thing they ever did, like as, mm -hmm. a, as a collective. And it doesn't surprise me. But mm -hmm. the point is, he's not just like uplifting his brother to say like, hey, yeah, this guy's one of the good ones. Like, like he, it's, it's coming from a space of love, but also authenticity, right? right? Like, right. But right. you can't get to love or authenticity if you don't have the, the, the funk sometimes, right? Come like you on. don't, the experience of getting to know each other That's and, right. and, 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 and like, am I, am I going to ride with you? Am I going to do this work? That's the you? vulnerability we were talking That's about. That's the vulnerability. That's, That's the courage, yeah. right? To show other people, like how, how can you expect to build solidarity? Oh, okay. How can you expect to do this if you're not being, I mean, that, that's why real is such an important concept, right? because it requires courage it requires vulnerability it requires authenticity and that's how you know somebody's got your back 
right? She's talking about fighting. Ele- you're talking about fighting the, ele- the, the elements. I'm, I'm, th- I'm immediately thinking of your shirt. I immediately think of the X-Men. X-Men are, aren't fighting Magneto one-on-one. Nobody's going one-on-one. The, ele- the, the element, you have, to, you have to build critical capacity, right? And you have to understand. And, and, and I think one of the power- most powerful things that Chris Claremont did is, is brought yeah. Magneto in. So yeah. to, to said, said, look, I understand you. I see you. I get it. Let's build together. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to try and outpunch you. I'm going to try and bring you. I'm going to try and bring you in. So, so when we're talking about what does what does community look like, I'm not going to try and outfight it. I'm going to try and build something different. Do you yeah. know? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and yeah. and that's kind of how I. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just kind of spitballing. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. I, I, it's funny. I wrote, you know, before it was uh, it was known, and it was probably you know most most folks in the know could could figure out early that the you know that that Professor X and Magneto were supposed to be Martin and Malcolm, right? Uh-huh. And and I think that point about Claremont bringing Magneto into the fold, it it also invites a conversation in that either or you know yeah. binary that they were placed in. Yeah. Um and, and the narrowing the narrow frames that we've had about both of them. Correct. And, and, yes. and, and right. And um and even their roles, right? I mean, yeah. I bet you talk with somebody about Cyclops, uh, yeah. you know, one of the things, right? And it's like, but there's other, there's, other, like, there's other <laughs> titans, right? Just like, you know, you had the big four, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the civil rights movement and and and, and you know, Roy Wilkins and, and, and James Farmer, but like mm-hmm, there were mm-hmm. other cats too. I mentioned Ella yeah. Baker, Fanny Lou Amber. That, that's but, right. And then all that's of right. these, all of these, this is back to your point about the, the collective. It's not like there are figureheads and there are folks that are movement intellectuals, right? right? That are, that's that are, right. and, and, but, but how movements rise and fall are, are really, you know, the, the critical mass, not just the mass, the critical yes. mass. And, it requires solidarity because I will right. argue that most movement work, however we are conceptualizing at whatever scale, whatever depth, most movement work falters, frays, and fails at the intersections, right? So, uh, um, you know, the Women's March movement, right? Now, granted, the folks that are leading that movement have like, oh, wait a minute, we are not, we are like, what do we mean by feminism? Do we just mean white feminism? Do we mean Muslim mm-hmm. women? Do mm-hmm. we mean non-binary mm-hmm. right, folks? Like, like where where are we where are we going with this? And so that you know, look at um, uh, oh, what was the um, the the Occupy Wall Street folks? Uh-huh. Right, there were a lot of indigenous communities that were like, "Hey, we are with you. Like, let's yes. we want to." But can you not call it Occupy for these particular reasons? Uh-huh. And they're like, nah, 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 come on. We already got the labels and the t-shirts, right? Right, right. So like, we already printed up like, our buttons, bro. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then ultimately, and I'm saying this as a Jewish person who was ethnically Jewish, um, but has people in my family who I love dearly that are uncritical of, of Israel and those kinds of things. And so I think about mm-hmm. some of those things, right? And is it really, are your, are your, motivated, your motivations about justice or are they about self-interest? And I think we can we can frame that as individuals, and I think we can frame that even as and when we are doing the work. Yes. Because narcissists come and play, even though they don't realize they're doing it. All all of these things. This is true in education. It's true in any space where folks are trying to liberate that we mm. often can't get out of our own way. Right. That's right. So I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent. No, no, no. That's that. That's it. Because that's how. And and one of the things that I, that I think is instructive is. 
you know, and, and, and I'm looking at, I'm, I'm thinking of these legacy heroes. I'm thinking of these legacy comics. And that's when everybody gets jammed up is when they try and just like do like make it about themselves, make it about, you know, a, 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 a try and like be the, be the, the great individual, the rugged, um, what do you, what do you call it? That rugged individualism becomes as you said it gets it gets in your own way i got this i can do this you got a whole or you got a whole community here that you can that you can build with like no i got it. i'm gonna do it why because it's with my name on the cover it's like bro that's not <laughs> that's not it <laughs> that's not it i got it. I'm, I'm out here it's my name on the door stop it Right. That you right. get in your that's, own way. You end up like right. you end up getting your own way. And I think that's, that's right. important to, 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 to think about. You know, I talk with my teacher ed students a lot about power, about how you have a, a, a lot of authority, you have a lot of power in the classroom. Get out your own way. Get yeah. out of your own way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, that's a huge point. I know uh, uh, we're coming up on time here, bro. And I want to uh, I want to thank you for for the time, the gems, the jewels, the energy, the spirit, all of this. This has been just life giving. I appreciate you so much. One last question: um, We're going to give we're, we're going to give people homework. Um, what's something that you've read recently or that you've heard recently that 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 people got to go out and they got to go jam on? They got to um, go. They got to go get it. Because you mentioned the Jason Reynolds piece, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, that that graphic novel. Anything else that you're reading or you've read recently? I mean, obviously, I mean, you're be reading we, your we stuff, talked but... briefly about it across the tracks, and you just—I mean—if you want to really understand Black Wall Street, Greenwood, all 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 Tulsa massacre, in uh, all of that, it is a compelling piece, and and definitely check out your 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 podcast. Oh, see, I even I got the, the shout out. Okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> Little shout out, shout out to Comic School. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, if you want, you know, I've been I've been revisiting on, on the hip hop tip. I've been revisiting a group that I hadn't listened to in a while that is not as uh, as much on the scene. Cannibal Ox is a really dope group. OK, They've got a great album called Colvane. Uh, Colvane, it is real dope. And so I just I, I want to encourage folks to, 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 to cop that if, if you haven't had a chance to. Um, Dr. Rennick, we really appreciate you being with us today. Um, Thank you once again. This has just been fabulous. Um, y'all, thank you. Uh, y'all listening out there, thank you for joining us for one, uh, once again um, for, for Comic School. We're looking forward to uh, being with you once again. In the meantime, be safe, be well, um, be kind, do good. Appreciate you, bro.